0: Please subscribe to my podcast, Patriots Be on our YouTube channel, Patriots Press Pass, or wherever you get your podcasts for a lot more exclusive content right here on the CLS Media Network.
1: All right, welcome in, guys. A surprise, emergency, snowy surprise. Surprise, <laughs> surprise to some, maybe not to all. Um, yeah. But um, it's. I mean, I guess officially, sort of official. Um, word leaks out today Tom Brady is in fact retiring. Uh, he's been dropping breadcrumbs along the way. There was a report last night from Jason Lacanfora that uh, an announcement was imminent. Uh, ESPN reporting today that it is happening. It's not just happening, it's done. Tom Brady is hanging him up after 22 seasons, uh, 20 of which he spent obviously here in New England. Uh, Tom Brady's last battle that he's uh waging is against uh local coverage versus uh once in a 40 something year snowstorm and i think he's winning it right now um because uh tom brady is top of mind for a lot of people right now so we're gonna jump on here we're gonna talk whoever wants to join us great um share tom brady thoughts x y and z but i guess we'll just start with i guess in the last few days it wasn't surprising but if you rewind the clock to even a month ago or so evan i thought that this was unthinkable i thought you know, maybe there's something going on that he wants to see some changes. It was maybe a little a of, bit of a power play. I didn't just think with no fanfare and going out with a disappointing loss in the divisional round of the playoffs that he'd just say, I'm good.
0: Yeah, yeah. That definitely is a surprising way to go about it now. Maybe he feels like he's either going to win MVP or finish second in the MVP voting. So how much better of a year could he really have had? Than what he had at this past season. So, although he didn't win a Super Bowl and he won the Super Bowl in his first year in Tampa Bay, he's not going to play much better than he did this past season in a way to go out truly on top. And I think that that's something that he's talked about a lot is that he wants to go back on top and go out on top and he doesn't want to go out limping like Peyton Manning did or like some of the other great quarterbacks did that Drew Brees at the end of their careers where they were shells of themselves. So, Brady's still elite and he gets to ride off into the sunset as everybody remembering him as nothing but good right nothing but the greatest quarterback of all time and we don't have some of those 2014-15 Manning years tacked on to the end of Brady's career where he he's got a noodle arm and he's just not the same guy I do find it fitting that this snowstorm is hitting Boston right now because I think the First signature game for Tom Brady was the snowball, obviously, sure. and and so I think that there is some bookend there of we have a snowstorm here in Boston. His first great game as a Patriot was in a snowstorm, and now we we kind of get to talk about Tom Brady's career and reflect on Tom Brady's career, and it's hard to put into words what this man not only meant for football for the Patriots organization. For Patriots fans, look, before Tom Brady came around, the Patriots organization was not what it is today, right? Clearly, uh, Robert Kraft has made a lot of money thanks to Tom Brady. And the brand that is the New England Patriots has grown so significantly as a result of Tom Brady being the quarterback of the Pats for how many years? Uh, 20 seasons. The other thing I would say putting my Patriot fan hat on, and this is what I wrote uh, on clnsmedia.com. I actually find this to be closure. I I find this to be nice that that this is finally over. And as a fan, you don't have to watch him play in Tampa Bay anymore. And you don't have to watch him win and be successful and finish top five and MVP voting and do all the Tom Brady things for another team and as he said in week four when he played the Patriots for the final time the only time that he's ever going to play the Patriots in his career he said I'm going to be a part of the Patriots community I'm going to come back to Foxborough and come back to New England and and be a Patriot in my post-playing career so for me personally as a fan yeah you get him back right? Brady
1: for Brady for OC
0: you, you get your guy back and I think that that's a really good feeling because it it stung. It's it's flat out. To be completely honest, it stunk seeing him play in Tampa Bay over the last two years. It it was terrible. And, and now you get to get your guy back and celebrate his career. And he'll go into the Pats Hall of Fame. He'll get a statue. Uh, all those types of things I think are instantly going to happen. Uh, even as soon as next season or this spring or summer, I expect Tom Brady uh, to be in the Patriots Hall of Fame. I, I think they're going to bypass all of that voting process, team committee stuff. I mean, there's no, there's nothing to talk about here, right? There's nothing to deliberate and putting it up to a fan vote is a waste of time too. So obviously I I think that he's going to be back here quickly. And I know a lot of people are asking about one year contracts or one year uh, day contracts and things like that. I don't know. I think that that's something that maybe existed a little bit more, 20, 30 years ago than it does now, um, but it doesn't a lot of other sports. You still
1: see it quite a bit. Um, you know, there's other places where you do see it. I remember David Backus recently doing it with the blues, you know, former Boston Bruin, there's other places where that does happen. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah sure. it could. It, I, don't it, that, I don't think it's, I don't think it's totally necessary either. Is what I was getting at. Right. Like I, I, we all know who he is. We all know what he means to the Patriots and what he means to the organization and all those sorts of things. So, uh, my my expectation, just listening to Robert Kraft talk, listening to uh, people talk about this and the imminency of it, is that Tom Brady will be back in Foxborough as soon as maybe even this summer uh, when training camp opens to have his moment in the sun uh, with the Patriots. They might even do it before the season starts, just so that it doesn't kind of get in the way of everything going on with Mac Jones and, and the Patriots' current roster and current team.
1: I think there's a couple ways to look at it. I kind of tweeted the same thing, Evan. My initial reaction was, "Okay, we did the whole." And again, this is Patriots hat time. Right. Um right. And right. we'll, we, the you know, because it's this is how you're looking at it. You're looking at someone who, I mean, how many people can attribute, you know, uh, their personal car- their careers to. Tom Brady, uh, you know, who are working in this business right now. You know, this is a big deal for a lot of people. Personally, my disappointment wasn't we did the whole Tom Brady farewell thing when he left. That was the real gut punch. Him retiring. um, The thing I'm most disappointed about is I wanted to see how long he could do it for. I have I thought he was cooked four years ago. I thought the Patriots were wise to think that they should move on. I thought Tampa Bay was going to be not great i did not see them uh rising to that level i did not see him playing the way he played again this year even when he was losing some weapons and some receivers and i know aaron Rodgers is the uh kind of odds on favorite for mvp i don't fully get it i think brady had as good a year or better in many on many measures but to me it was a it's a grand experiment i wanted to see at this point how long it could go on for i think it's possible I have no reason at this point to doubt he couldn't have played till fifty years old and looked like this. I can Tom Brady at forty-five is indistinguishable from Tom Brady at thirty-five. Nothing I cannot notice a difference. Nothing. You can even argue he's better and more spry than he's been in his younger days.
0: Rob Gronkowski talked about that about how he feels like the zip on the fastball might be the arm. It's I I swear yeah. there
1: are there are ver- through the twenty years we covered him here there are versions who physically didn't look as good as this this version of Tom Brady. Yeah, I am absolute. It's the bit most astonishing thing I've ever seen in sports, and to get to see it up close and personal for so many years was obviously a treat, both right. personally and professionally. So I'm sad it doesn't go on uh, because. One, it's greatness, and you don't get to see that all the time. Two, sure. I literally wanted to see if it could go on forever. The second one was as you said, he's a patriot again. Um, the bucks rental is over when the right. you know, when when people are writing about Tom Brady now, the Bucks is an afterthought, blah 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 20 years, Patriots Dynasty, him and Bill Belichick, six Super Bowl rings, and then also Etc. Etc. One one with the box before he retired. We can stop. It's done. He's a Patriot again. So that's the best part about it is you got him back, guys. Uh, Now whether he's back in a retirement ceremony or any other capacity is interesting. I will say right now, the person in the world who is most happy Tom Brady is not going to play football anymore is Bill Belichick because (laughs) he's not going to take this beating year after year. If Brady put on another five years of prime football. At that point, you have to say, okay, this was the greatest blunder in the history of sports management letting him walk out the door. Um, and it was trending in that direction because as we said, there was no sign of him slowing up. So, you know, you're happy if you're Belichick. You should be happy if you're Patriots fans because you don't have to be reminded by it. And he's back. Uh, but the bummer is we don't get to see it anymore. And that really is that really is
0: tough. Yeah, that's those are two great points. I think the first one, uh, just in terms of the Belichick angle of it and and the blunder of letting him walk. Maybe you left one Super Bowl on the table. Uh, like the, you know, he obviously won the Super Bowl last year. With I don't know Patriots, with this personnel. I don't but, think you but did. I don't know. Right. Exactly. Like I don't know if they were going to be able to put the team around him no, to no. get him back to another Super Bowl. 2018 really felt like the last great Brady year with the Patriots. So now you look at it and you say the Patriots essentially traded. Two seasons of Tom Brady at the end of his career where they definitely weren't going to have the offensive firepower in the roster around him to compete for a Super Bowl or most likely would not have for turning the page, resetting, getting Mac Jones in the draft and moving forward as an organization. So in a lot of ways, this is not completely like the Colts with Peyton Manning transitioning to Andrew Luck, but I do think that it has that sort of feel to it to a degree. Right where the Patriots and Brady both kind of got what they wanted out of this. Now, in terms of uh, what you said about essentially him hanging it up at the top of his game, I find it really fascinating as well. I I thought that he was going to keep going, but I think Mm -hmm. looking at it from – everybody's going to come at this, in my opinion, from uh, all he wants to spend time with Giselle and the family and he doesn't want to put the time into football anymore – I actually thought that it was more about what is happening in Tampa Bay right now than anything to do with his family or his feelings on it or all that type of thing. And my read on the situation is that he looks at the Buccaneers right now and says, "Okay, well, Byron Lefwich is probably going to be the head coach of the Jaguars next year. So I'm out in OC. I'm going to have to fill the OC position. We don't really know who that's going to be. Secondly to that, Chris Godwin is a free agent and is returning on a torn ACL. And then you also have to think about Rob Gronkowski's future. You have to think about all these things that go into can Tampa Bay put together a team to make him competitive next year and even beyond that. So uh, I think that this was also him reading the writing on the wall in Tampa Bay as well, that there was going to be a lot of a brain drain, a lot of departures, a lot of uh, guys moving on for bigger paydays in the, in the instance like Godwin. And I don't know if they, if he felt like they were heading in a good direction organizationally, because in, in my mind, a lot of people's mind, he won in spite of Bruce Arians last year, right? Bruce Arians was really, uh, he carried Bruce Arians. It wasn't
1: until they started doing things the Tom Brady way instead of the Bruce Arians way that things really turned around for them last year, you know? And he didn't love the system and he didn't love being berated by a guy who hadn't earned it. Bill Belichick calls you out in a fill room. He was like, all right, I'll play ball here. We are doing this together. I respect what he says. He never got there with Bruce Arians. I think Bruce Arians was another... Thing out there that was a reason for why, eh, I don't know if I want to do this. Right,
0: because especially without Byron Leftwich in the building, you would think that Bruce Arians is going to have a larger role, probably in the offense direction. Yeah, he said he's going
1: to call the plays. Right. Yeah. If if Leftwich goes, he's already said it.
0: Yeah. So I think Brady's all set with that. So I I think that there's a lot uh, to be said about that as well, not just. Tom Brady off the field, Tom Brady, the family man, all that kind of stuff, but also the way, the direction in which Tampa Bay is heading right now. And the last thing I I just want to say, I think a lot of Patriots fans are are saying this just for fun, that Tom Brady could come back and be the offensive coordinator and be a coach for the Patriots. There is 0.0% chance that Tom Brady is going to be a coach. At any point, I think, in his retirement from the NFL, he has talked about it openly that he has no desire to be a coach. And I think that people need to recognize how much time and uh, how time consuming coaching is in the league Uh, during the season. Coaches can pull 120 hour work weeks, right? We're talking about more time invested into the whole situation than being a player. Right, it's a I mean,
1: disaster. The divorce yeah. rate among coaches is like a hundred percent. Yeah, it is all yeah. consuming. You do it's not good for you. It's really not. There's yeah. no way he's coming back. But Evan, it would be nice to see him be around and like so consider here's what I himself do a patriot. Like yeah. I'm gonna come to training camp and hang out. I might spend yeah. some time with Mac. I might right. do some stuff. I may o- operate in some sort of consulting mentorship. Uh, so you uh, just read my well, mind.
0: I think where this is headed for Tom Brady is that TB12 is going to become a quarterback coach factory, where they're going to bring those guys in, people that want to work with him in the offseason, you know, as, as a trainer. Not not as a coach, but as a guy like a Tom House or a Quincy Avery or a Jordan Palmer or some of these other guys that work with quarterbacks and work on mechanics and put them through uh, workouts in the off season and throwing cond- uh, sessions in the offseason. My guess is, is that that is more likely. He's not going to join a staff. He's not going to be an offensive coordinator. He's not going to be a general manager. He's not doing any of that kind of stuff. But I think that he will be an open door at tb12 if mac jones wants to go down there and train with tom brady and alex guerrero and the staff down there at tb12 and work with them and uh, as a quarterbacks coach i think that that's definitely on the table for tom brady and his post-playing career and that will allow him to scratch the itch and be close to the game but it's way less time consuming than actually being a yeah. part of the organization uh, I want to take a second to shout out our friends at betonline.ag. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get started. That's CLNS50 to get started from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC. Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for two thousand and twenty-two. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. It makes the most sense. The coaching, absolutely not. Because one, you're
1: right. The time he wants to spend it. If family was. The major motivating factor here and all of the other things made that decision easier, like the state of Tampa Bay and all of that other stuff, Bruce Arians, X, Y and Z, which is, I think, and if you slice the pie, it's going to be 50, 60, 70 percent family. And then all the other stuff just made it easier to make the decision. Um, But the coaching, as you said, is insane. The other stuff makes plus he's got the clothing line. He's got the the tb 12 stuff. He's got too many things going on. Uh, right now you want to live a good life. He's lived a hard life. He hasn't eaten a freaking, uh scoop of ice cream in 20 years, you know, like avocado ice cream. That ha- he eats. Right. But like have a carb man, have a tomato in the right. summer. It's going to be nice for you. You know, work in some nightshades, have a little bit of sugar, you know, have a beer. Um, All of that stuff is great. Live your life. You know, you don't right. want, he's bad. He's really, he's going to bed at like six, you know, at like 6 PM every single night for the right. last 20 years, you know, it's insane. But, you know, it is interesting to, to look at whether or not a lot of people saying the OC thing isn't happening. There are people questioning whether there's a play here where he takes a year off or some other time and then returns in some other capacity later on. Again, this is a hard thing to do when you're this age to think yeah. that I'm going to be able to come back at 46, 47 and do it again. But I know that there's
0: him, he's not coaching. If there he, is like, some I, traction I, there. Yeah. No, I mean, there's a lot he's of he's traction to that anything. rumor.
1: Yeah, to the to the rumors that like he's going to come back and I'm I'm no. so I don't know where that's coming from. It seems highly unlikely.
0: No. I, like I said, the one thing that I could see him doing is being a, a trainer to quarterbacks in the off season. If you want to go if you're Mac Jones and you want to go uh, wherever they're living, Tampa, California, wherever, and you want to go work out with TB12 for the week, then we will have a program available for you to come and do that. And we'll train you like we train Tom Brady and we'll work on your throwing mechanics and we'll work on your pliability and we'll work on all those types of things. And like I said, there's guys that do it already. Uh, Tom House is the big one here in New England. Jordan Palmer is a big one that's worked with uh, Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and a bunch of – who wouldn't want to take a week out of their offseason and and go work with Tom Brady on throwing mechanics and training and and quarterback stuff? I mean, you'd be crazy if you're Mac Jones to pass that up, right? So I, I think that that's where this is headed. If there is an element of football in his life, is some form of turning tb12 into a place where athletes quarterbacks all all go to tom brady and alex guerrero for training that that to me is what uh, they've been setting up with TB12 for a long time, honestly, it yeah, is yeah. really that sort of model um, where they become a factory of training uh, in the off season and quarterback training in the off season and things like that. And that would be a, just a fantastic experience for any young quarterback. Yeah,
1: I, I think so too. One thing I also want to say before we start doing the whole memory lane Brady stuff, which I think is warranted, um, yeah. you know, and uh, any personal anecdotes you want to talk about, but just, I, I, Personally want to uh commend and celebrate the manner in which he did it. Um, I'm guessing he's a little bit peeved that Shefty that that those guys leaked it out because you know he wanted to do it on his own terms. There's a little bit of walking of that back going on, but they did kind of deny him his moment. Honestly, that sucks. I I wish he got his chance to do it his way, (laughs) but it feels like the noise had already gotten. What I will say is none of this friggin' farewell tour nonsense um, is great. Just uh, when I'm done, I'm done. And I, I celebrate that. I can't stand the goodbye tours and the farewell tours and the the will he or will not he intrigue that you could create over the course of a year. There was no indication that this was going to be Brady's last year until very recently, and even then it didn't seem like much. But I do commend Brady doing it the right way and just doing it his way and just going off quietly into whatever. He kind of came in with no fanfare, and he left without fanfare. And I think it's far more fitting than some – you know, long goodbye, blah blah blah, this and that. Um, so, you know, yeah. another commendable thing in a in a in a lifetime in a career of obviously remarkable achievements. I, I'm happy he did that rather than you know milk it for all it was worth
0: as much as i want to give him credit for it and i'm 100% with you on that i don't think he knew he was going to retire he may not have
1: he may not have it might have really come up late and i yeah. and i get that too but the thing is to do it means the possibility of doing it existed i don't think he went from 0 to i'm definitely retiring no, i think he's been i think year he to entered year the, the year while.
0: not sure you know yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i think he's been year to year for a while mainly because he's got to see how his body is going to respond to a season in the nfl and at any point in time like Peyton Manning can tell you it can go away quickly right like you can just snap your fingers and you're you you do not have it anymore so I think that that's a big part of it too and yeah I see a lot of people in the chat talking about some of the reports walking this back. Tom Brady, Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington are not throwing out there that Tom Brady is retiring without 100 percent certainty that Tom Brady is retiring. What's happening right now is that Tom Brady is peeved that he didn't get to control the narrative. Oh, 100%. Right? Like he, he wanted to make the announcement on his own. He didn't want to get caught up in, in uh, Adam Schefter and all these types of things uh, being leaked. So he's walking it back now, so that tomorrow or later tonight they can release a statement via TB12 somewhere, uh, saying that he's retiring from the right from the horse's mouth. So, in a lot of ways, look, I, I'm a reporter. If I had the scoop that Tom Brady was officially yeah, retiring, not to, I would have ran with it too. So I get Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington's perspective on it. They're doing their jobs. But in a lot of ways, I I do feel like when it's a player of Tom Brady's caliber, he's maybe be deferential. Yeah. yeah, He's kind of earned the right uh, to announce the retirement on his own. And if you're Adam Schefter, do you really need the, the other, the scoop? Like, do you really need to break this news? I think you've broken enough news in your professional career again, I,
1: I, I'm a, to defend I, it, I bet I you he thought it if it I, it. I bet he thought if I don't do it, someone else will have it in ten seconds. So, oh yeah, I would it, do it. It if, got I out would, there. Yeah.
0: I would not have hesitated if I had on good uh, faith that he was retiring. I would have said said it as well. So I'm not, you know, I, I get it. Trust me, I get it. But uh, in terms of uh, these reports, uh, Donnie coming out and saying that the reports basically jumped the gun, I think that they were preparing not only a official statement but probably a whole press tour of things for tom brady uh releases videos all sorts of things uh, you know he's got a marketing team now and yeah. i'm sure the marketing team was going to be all over the announcement and uh now it, you know it, we're here when Schefter beat him to it scooped scooped uh, brady himself right and i think that's disappointing It
1: is. And again, they've walked it back, but I think again, guys, it's more for a fact of, uh, um, all of the things that we talked about. Uh, the statement from Don Yi reads: "I understand the advanced speculation about Tom's future. Without getting into the accuracy or inaccuracy of what's being reported, Tom will be the only person to express his plans with complete accuracy. He knows the realities of football business and planning calendars as well as anybody. Yeah. So that could be soon. And again, guys, I've worked in this business a long time. This is called a non-denial denial. It is what you do when the fat when the story is correct, but you don't want to flat out. So he didn't say." it is wrong. He said he won't comment on it. And Tom Brady will be the one who will comment on it. If it was incorrect, you immediately come out and say it was incorrect. I know there's people still in the chat doubting this, but this is what it is. It, It is what it is. When you read a statement like that, that's what they're saying. I will not comment on it. Tom Brady will have the final word. So obviously there's something more official coming out from Tom. They didn't want all of the thunder stolen it's a little bit too late the horses are out of the barn it's an insignificant portion of this story tom brady is retiring uh from the nfl i think that's pretty clear um for those just joining i know a bunch of people just flooded into here um we are uh live uh it is a snowy saturday in new england tom brady yeah. as you obviously know um has retired the news was broken a couple of hours ago uh, or so by ESPN, initially leaked um, last night by Jason LaCanfora, that an announcement was imminent. Uh, so, this is what's happening here. There's a lot of other stuff going on in Patriots land. We'll talk a, a little bit about it before we wrap up the show, but I want to kind of go back to the Tom Brady stuff. Now, uh you know, on a personal level, and Evan, we talked about it, you know, you yeah. want to incorporate a bit of a fanboy stuff. It's stunning to me, both personally and professionally. Uh, you know, I got into this business when I did, and Tom Brady has which was I, I'll date myself when that was but I can say it's certainly the entire span of the Tom Brady yes. uh, era I've been working professionally here I've gotten to see almost every single Super Bowl he and the Patriots have been in in person um it was again for someone of uh, you know for someone who's 30 35 years old you've only known winning in New England for others there was a long period of not okay and just so right. you understand what that was people went from 1986 to 2001, in total darkness, nothing. It didn't look like anything was going to get good ever. The Patriots suffered a, a one-win season, I think two one-win and a, and a two-win season in between their last Super Bowl appearance and w- finally a little bit of return to relevance in the mid-'90s with Parcells when Crass hooked over and then when Drew Bledsoe was drafted, which was great. Tom Brady and the Patriots changed everything. They changed everything, and you know yeah. it by now. And I cannot describe the feeling people had who had suffered for that window of time when the patriots won that super bowl in 2001 you
0: you poor people that it, suffered
1: uh, well, how long what's your longest drought without a title is it
0: now probably now <laughs> yeah and, and i think I, I'm sorry that you had to suffer, John, before Tom Brady came around. But I think for us, to, but it made for,
1: us, It made us stronger. You know, it yeah, made us for, appreciate for, it. Yes,
0: for speaking for the under thirty crowd, which I can only say for another year or two. So I might as well keep on pumping that under thirty crowd. This is what got me into this. Like th- th- Tom Brady is what made me a football fan, and of I course. probably would have been a football fan anyways because I love it, and and it is what it is. But The 2001 Patriots hook, line, and sinker is what got me to be a football fan. And as it progressed, I wouldn't have been a football reporter if it wasn't for Tom Brady, because I wouldn't have been so into football in the first place if it wasn't for this run by the Patriots. And I will never forget the 2001 season. I will never forget learning about football and understanding football. And I think at the time, you know, these last two years have been really a, a, a wake up call for all of us, you know, people that are under the age of 30, because at, at the time it, it felt like that was just, they were going to have Tom Brady forever. And this was going to be great. Right. And, and, the, and the fun would never stop. And, and it just, for me personally, for so many of, of Patriots fans, I, I've been talking to Alex about this too. You know, th- Tom Brady made us football fans he made us uh, the people that we are in terms of our careers and and doing this for a living and I, I gotta you can't say enough things about tom brady and and just what he's meant to all of us and yep. it, it's fascinating and uh, there'll be a time and place where we'll get to all celebrate it now and i think that's the best part about it is uh, he will have his Tom Brady day will probably turn into Tom Brady week or Tom Brady month or whatever the case may be, where we'll get to actually celebrate it with him at Gillette stadium, Jersey retirements, Patriots hall of fame, statues, uh, other relics celebrating his career. And uh, that to me is, is, I, I I wouldn't even be surprised if they name a road after the guy at this point, right? I mean, he's going to get everything and he deserves everything and more because like I said, He made my career, he made Robert Kraft's career, he made Bill Belichick's career, and he made the Patriots go from one of the worst organizations in football from a winning standpoint, right? one of the teams that hadn't won a Super Bowl, that hadn't been a a real perennial powerhouse, to being arguably the apple of everybody's eye. I mean, we're going to talk about Josh McDaniels, I'm sure, here a little bit in the second. Yep. Raiders want to be the Patriots. And so do a lot of people in the NFL. So Tom Brady did that. Uh, and not to, to take away from Bill Belichick, but right now it's Tom Brady's uh, time in the sun. A- and Tom Brady did that. And, and we all owe him a, a whole lot of uh, just gratitude for how how much fun and how great uh, this whole thing was for all yeah. of-
1: It is strange. And again, you talk about whatever age that you are. There's certainly a bunch of people out there that don't know a world without Tom Brady. It's very strange to have somebody. I mean, you know, if you started watching sports when you're seven or eight, you know, that the world, you know, which is when a lot of people start really getting into things, that's it. Tom Brady was a football player and has been the greatest one out there for all of this time. It's really weird uh, when that happens. And again, I'll say it again. For me personally, I can't believe I really, the experiment at this point, I just, it was like a big F you to the rest of the universe. I can do this for, it's like captain America. I can do this all day. You know, like he could do this forever. And I, 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 I'm, I am always bummed. I never, I, you know, I'd say Larry bird was one that made me sad the moment he retired because it was Larry and I was young and so be it. But, He was broken down. He needed to go, and it was understandable. It's very rare when people retire at the very tip-top of their game. Most recently, David Ortiz did, coming off a very, very, very successful season. So when stuff is left on the table, it bums you out. And with Brady, I really do think – I can't – I can't see that cliff coming. I I can't. I could not see yes. it anymore. And I thought I did. I thought that twenty eighteen season he was already. He'd already gone partly over the cliff. the The last Super Bowl they won with uh, against the Rams. I I didn't. I I I thought that was the end. And, and it no, it wasn't. It isn't. I mean, it's still. And it wouldn't shock me if he came back in a year and was still the same guy. I don't think he will, but it wouldn't shock me if he did. That he'd be the same level of, of player.
0: Yeah, it's just. It's a remarkable career. Uh, there's nothing else to say about it. And and look, I, I, we could find out. And I know a lot of reports are coming out right now. Mike Silver, uh, Jason, like Mike yep. Silver and said that he's not retired or he's not. He hasn't made up his mind yet or hasn't made a decision. But uh, I don't know. It just it does feel like this is this is a not necessarily a fitting end, I wouldn't say, but a, a, a part kind of a, a a a fork in the road for Tom Brady like he he parachuted to Tampa Bay 2 years ago And it made all the sense in the world. They had a team that was ready-made that was essentially a quarterback away in a lot of ways from being a relevant team and being a competitive team for a Super Bowl. Evans, Godwin, uh, you know, obviously bring Gronk out of retirement with him. And then you look at the defense and Vea and uh, Sue and Barrett and uh, Antoine Winfield in the secondary and David and, and Devin White at the linebacker. They had talent all over the place on that roster. Now you look at Tampa Bay and I think Tom Brady knows as better as anybody that there's championship windows for teams and very few architects besides maybe his old coach and Bill Belichick have been able to create extended windows in the NFL and have been able to keep open championship windows because coaches get picked up right coaches get move on to higher positions players move on to pay bigger paydays uh this is what happens roster turnover coaching turnover brain drain uh those things are all realities of the nfl and i think tampa bay is going to go through a transition here and tom brady is reading the writing on the wall
1: um so i do want to recap again we are we did not report this we uh so but we're going to tell you what we believe very strongly is happening because I know there are conflicting reports out there. The news was leaked and Tom Brady had a plan for how he was going to get the information out there. It is now being walked back by some people, uh, but we it, all indications seem to continue to point to Tom Brady. Even to, the, even to the end of saying his mind wasn't made up yet, to be able to create enough separation between that and when he actually gets to do it, wants to control this narrative, it honestly may have to do with a produced piece of content that is yet to come out. Right. There's a lot of things here that are in the works that Tom Brady has a plan for how he wants this word out there, and Schefter and ESPN screwed it up. Right. Um, and right now they're trying to put that, put it back in the bag that is very, 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 very likely what is happening right now. I do not believe the report is wrong. We do not believe it. We do not believe it's being walked back. We don't believe Tom made the decision and then all of a sudden got cold feet and decided against it. If it changes, we will hop back on here and say, whoops, sorry, Tom Brady didn't retire, but we don't believe that that's what's happening right now.
0: Yeah, you said it exactly how it is. This feels, because it felt, weird that all that that was these guys would do it yeah. yeah that all was happening was an adam schefter tweet it, it didn't make sense especially with what we've seen from tom brady recently in his career now that it has become a brand man right quite frankly tv12 and and the whole brand has become a part of who he is as a football player He's got videos. He's got Twitter and social media plans. He's got uh, probably a video of him talking about it and and him uh, going one-on-one with Jim Gray or somebody else about his retirement. And this is, this is not how it was supposed to go. And I think like you said earlier, Adam Schefter probably felt like this is out there. Everybody else is going to have it within the next 24 hours. I'm going to run with it. But the campaign the campaign for Tom Brady's retirement was not ready to go yet and to, and Adam Schefter uh jumped the gun here and got out in front of it and now they have to walk it back so that they can reset up the launch of the Brady yeah. retirement tour
1: for what it's worth Rick Stroud who is a reporter extraordinaire out of Tampa yes. um and has is obviously extremely plugged in there he broke two Antonio Brown stories recently right. um So he's been all over everything there. uh, Extremely plugged in backs up silver's report that Brady has indeed called the GM to say no official decision has been made yet. Again, I don't believe this changes anything in terms of where this is going outside of the fact that we do believe there is a plan for how this information is coming out there and it didn't get out the way Tom wanted it. I, Um, I
0: should also say that not that this is even close to being on the same level as announcing Tom Brady's retirement from the NFL, but earlier this season, when Odell Beckham Jr. decided to go to the Rams, Adam Schefter had it about an hour before everybody else did. And then it came a, back. there yeah. was a bunch of reports that then came back after that and said that Odell hasn't made any final decisions Still two yet.
1: teams in it, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah,
0: and then meanwhile, he ends up signing with the Rams when all things are said and done. So, yeah, it, it, this is what happens. And, and unfortunately, uh, Schefter might have circumvented it Tom Brady's own wishes and jump the gun here.
1: Yep. Yep. No doubt about it. Um, Any other things you want to talk about here with Brady? And again, we got a lot of people in the room here. So, uh, you know, now they're kind of following the intrigue of the is here. Isn't he sort of story, which again, it's interesting. And is there, if this were a flip flop and he wasn't in fact retiring. Great actually, right. <laughs> you know, like there's, yeah. then there's more to the story and we'll keep covering it and we'll keep covering Tom Brady. Uh, we don't think that that's the case. The thing now at this point, I don't know when, it, when, when something would be made official, um, you know, at this point uh, in time, I'll ask this. I've always wondered and I have this conversation, uh, with people close to me all the time. I've had it with people in the business, uh, just in terms of, we know, it was an acrimonious split at the end uh, with, uh, with, you know, to a point, whether it was actual um, animosity or just simply they were fed up uh, with one another or had just had enough. Knew it had run its course. The Tom Brady Patriots divorce was unfortunate Um everyone's going to say who, who wanted it more? You know, there's some side that says Brady just didn't want to live in this world anymore under bill. Another was that bill kind of forced him out. They did. They weren't willing to pay him, commit to him long-term. They kept going year to year, asking him to take salary cuts, not investing it into things in the team that he wanted that would have made them better or would have made his life easier. And I think it's hard to argue. You can see logic to both of those things. What I've always wondered, Evan is all things being equal, even though Tom Brady left, went to Tampa, won a Super Bowl in his first year, proved that he could do it without Bill, lived in a place where he didn't have a guy who was as big of, a, you know, a tyrant as Belichick would have been, and you know, lived kind of an easier life over the past couple yeah. of years, all things being equal, would he have rather found a way to have made it work here and and stayed here forever had Bill just kind of yielded a little bit?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's tough because I think what is there a up...
1: tinge of sadness to him? I even thought after that first Super Bowl, he just kind of went through the motions. The Tampa, Tampa Super Bowl, he's like, Yay, you know, like I there's a piece of him that I don't know. The
0: guy that was on the on the parade boat was fine, not the guy in the parade boat, boat had a good
1: time. Yes. Yeah.
0: That was not going through but the but I motions.
1: always wonder if there's a piece of a little piece of him died when he left here that he just never yeah. wanted it to be this way, you know.
0: I think what ended up happening And Alex Guerrero talked about this in some of the interviews that he did uh, before the week four game, right before the return uh, to Gillette Stadium. And that was he felt like he had deserved because of his accolades, because of his experience, a more collaborative effort with Bill Belichick, where it wasn't the same relationship coach to player as, let's say, it was for, I I don't know, you know, J.C. Jackson or whatever random Patriot player you want to name where tom brady was a step above he was he was essentially a part of the hierarchy a part of the uh the brain power the brain trust in the patriots organization as as almost a player coach right to a degree or somebody that had a hand in decision making in terms of personnel and had a hand in decision making in terms of game planning and all those types of stuff and That was never the ship that Bill Belichick was going to captain. He was never going to run an organization where a player was on equal footing as the coach. And I think in a lot of ways, the way the Patriots made it work for 20 years and were so successful was because Bill Belichick treated Tom Brady just like everybody else. And when people came here to New England and draft picks came and first round picks or big free agent signings or Darrell Revis or Stephon Gilmore, and they saw, oh, wow, Bill coaches Tom just as hard as he coaches the 53rd guy on the roster, it set a culture. For the Patriots, And I think in a lot of ways, Tom Brady decided at the end of his career that he wanted something different. He wanted something a little bit more relaxed. He wanted something a little bit more collaborative. And that's why he ended up going with a players coach in, in Bruce Arians in Tampa Bay. Now, the one thing that I will say about maybe some regret or some remorse that I actually think was a factor in this decision was the game against the Rams that they just played that they he just lost in the divisional round if you're Tom Brady at the end of that game when Cooper Cup catches two big passes on the game-winning drive for Los Angeles and puts them in field goal range you have got to be thinking to yourself we might have lost in New England you know we we definitely didn't win every single year but Bill Belichick would never allow Cooper Cup to be the guy that beats me right he would have taken their best player out on that drive and said, Matthew Stafford, if you're going to beat us right now, you're going to beat us throwing to Van Jefferson. You're not going to beat us throwing to to OBJ, and you're not going to beat us throwing to Cooper Cup. And that type of sustained success, maybe he saw and sensed that Tampa Bay wasn't capable as a coaching staff of giving him a puncher's chance year after year after year like Bill Belichick did to win a Super Bowl. You absolutely got to think that that drove him nuts, that he brought the team all the way back from that huge deficit against the Rams and then the Rams get the ball back on the final drive and the defense looks all sorts of out of sorts. They don't know the final call. Some guys blitz, some guys don't, they ran cover zero against the Rams in a situation where they didn't need to make that call. And I think in a lot of ways, they Tom Brady looks at that and says, man, you know, this coaching staff has really hurt me in a lot of ways more than it has helped me.
1: Um, so the plot, I, I'm still not going to say thickens. Cause I think it just adds again to this oh, idea that Tom Brady wanted this on his own and is pissed, but, but Evan Tom Brady senior. Oh no. Now tells K Ron out in San Fran on the Bay area news affiliate. Yeah. Um, He is not retiring, he is saying. Um, Again, this is Tom Brady Sr. um, That, let me put it up here again, full quote. This is wild. His son is not retiring. He says an online publication started circulating an unsubstantiated rumor that online publication is ESPN. He he will not even name them by name. However, a number of NFL insiders are now reporting it. So now Brady Sr. is jumping in there. Um, Wild wild so wild. on
0: it goes again this is a we're... like not to pile on Schefter but if this is wrong and Tom Brady ends up coming back to Tampa Bay next year and was never actually retiring this is one of the bigger snafus that any reporter could possibly have like this is the story of the offseason regardless of what happens the rest of the offseason Aaron Rodgers all these things be damned Tom Brady retiring from the NFL is the biggest story of the offseason and if that is butchered by ESPN. It, it's going to be tough to come back from that. It honestly is.
1: Wouldn't it be funny? Like all of Shefty's chickens coming home to roost here, all this transactional right. journalism over the years, um, you know, getting this one wrong is, would be a real, uh, you know, would be a tough one uh, at yeah. this point. So, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Now it is getting fun. Now I want to stay. We're Evan and I are going to stay on the air for a week until this is resolved. At this point, oh, because because yes. now. We're it's now this is like a murder mystery, you know. Like yeah. this isn't just sitting here and telling waxing poetic and telling stories about Tom Brady. Um, this is now getting interesting. There's a little bit of intrigue. Sure. So I I say we hang on the air um for a little bit longer and just see where this goes, um, if it's going in one direction or another. I also think I should plug in my computer before it completely runs out of gas. What do you think, Evan?
0: I agree. I think we can also talk a little bit of Josh McDaniels here because As much as this story is going to go back and forth, I don't think we're going to get a definitive answer here. We might
1: not, but we've got momentum. I'm afraid to switch gears at this point, but you're (laughs) right. Uh, We can definitely switch to McDaniels very quick. Let's catch everybody up again. Uh, And again, a lot of you are already on top of this because people are telling us in the chat, what's coming up and what people are tweeting about ESPN. It's reported late last night. Decision imminent by Jason Lacanfora. Um, uh, you know and then earlier today espn reports definitively uh it's done he's leaving um and tom brady's retiring uh we go on the air uh there's a report from mike silver mike silver actually has a relationship with tom brady so it is interesting there um yeah and and uh you know he uh that brady calls uh, the gm uh the the tb uh uh, calls, uh, sorry, Tampa Bay's, uh, GM and says, Nope, not true. Uh, the Don Yee comes out, puts out a statement. This Don Yee statement is the one that I think Don Yee blew it. I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. I believe Don Yee's statement is the one is Tom Brady senior said it's not true. And, and apparent, and supposedly Tom Brady called the GM and said, it's not true. Don Yee statement doesn't say it's not true. It says, I'm not going to talk about it. He's his agent. He said, Tom Brady's going to be the one who talks about it. Right. And I believe if it was false, he would have outright denied it. There is no reason not to deny something that's not true. So I think yee is the one that may, puts this whole thing on shaky ground. But at this point, it is hard to know with certainty what's going on in the Tom Brady situation. So again, that's catching everybody up here. I still strongly believe it's done. Would would it be stunned if we played this game for a week, Evan, or two weeks? No, I would I would be a little stunned because Tom. Now Brady, it's unnecessary drama.
0: Tom Brady's not Brett Favre, right? We're not going to do this whole thing where we're tracking helicopters and planes <laughs> and and have a paparazzi up at, over the ranch in Montana. Like I, I don't think we're going down that route with Tom Brady, and. He's trying to put full-court press now. All of his guys, Don Yee, his father, these are all of his... Get him out there. Get out there. Right? Mike Silver is his pal, right. you know, right. right. Get, get, all get these this mouth- out I'm sure, there. I'm sure we'll have uh, Tom Curran or, or somebody locally here in Boston soon that will, will have a scoop on this as well. So all of his mouthpieces are going out now uh, and, and trying to walk this story back. But if I'm Brady... At, at, I, I, he's not, like I just said, he's not Brett Favre. He's not one of these athletes that, that wants this drama. And I actually think that there is something also to be said for the fact that tomorrow is championship Sunday in the NFL and there are two huge games. I don't think Tom Brady wants this story to overshadow the two team, the two games tomorrow. I, I really don't. I think that he is recognizes that he, you know, it's bigger that you know the whole thing is bigger than him and and i I don't think that he's that type of guy so whether it's tom brady tweeting out an official statement on his own personal account or uh, a video or something like that i do expect something within the next 12 hours or so from the horse's mouth saying yes no you know or or whatever because at this point they kind of have to, right? He kind of has to either say, "I'm not retiring, I'm coming back to Tampa," or I am retiring," and the reports are true. But living in this middle uh, land where nobody knows the right answer, I-, I don't think that's really what Tom Brady's all about. Oh. So
1: we'll see how quickly they can put it together and whether or not they're able to, you know, I think what they want, if whether they get it or not, is an official retraction. uh before they before they go go out there with it because anything short of that will be well he did have it right so i i don't i don't know what's going on with this tug of war here and again i i just don't believe it's going to be anything but this but again it is uh very very interesting and i know there's a lot of people out there who are like no i believe him he's not retiring
0: yeah i'm sure again
1: i don't know uh wait (laughs) people are saying we suck we suck why do what we suck? Because we... we believe he's retiring. Um, anyway, oh no, maybe other people. It doesn't matter. We might suck.
0: <laughs> don't get um, lo- don't get lost in the chat. You can't. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta make sure you you gotta, you gotta pull yourself out. Keep
1: your eyes on the prize. No, it's yeah. interesting. A, a, a couple of these guys have tipped me off to a couple of reports. Oh yeah, here because- great. Yeah, I also think
0: it's really funny that we have noticed since the Bills lost to the Chiefs that Bills Mafia is no longer a fan of Patriots press pass. Shocker. I don't know where they all went, but I'm disappointed. Bills Mafia, bring it back like where I thought you guys were going to brag about. I have. We uh, are the champions on wild card weekend. Where did you guys go?
1: I can only say and again, I'll date myself a little bit bills fans right now are where boston fans were after grady little pedro martinez in 2003 yeah. it is a dark dark place i will yeah. tell you after that happened
0: i, I live alive. i i i, live I hear you too okay i did
1: not speak to a friend of mine for a week because yeah. i didn't want them to talk about it i didn't want to live it. I did. Right. I had to live it cause I worked it and right. I was in, in the control room and I was producing shows and I was in the business. So I had to cover it there. I had no choice, but to live it professionally. I refused. I did not take a call or text a friend. My, my, I have two bills friends. I didn't hear from them for days. They are yeah. in a dark Dark, dark place right now. Oh, I get get it. I get it.
0: When over the wall from Aaron Boone in 2003, I was already saying to my dad, "I'm not going to school tomorrow. Right? Like, I I don't want to go to school. I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody because I know other people like you." when you go to school and other people don't care as much. Right. So they, they yeah. want to talk about it. And I'm like, no, I need No, to you cannot dark.
1: talk to me. Like, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm experiencing this on a level that is not that it does not compare to what you're feeling yeah. right now. Right. So diehard bills fans really went through it last week. We've been, they look, they've been through it before. They have crazy losses on their resumes back yeah. with the Jim Kelly bills as well, oh, yeah. but yeah. I get it. It's but this dark- Josh
0: Allen fan base. Just like, my Tom Brady fan base, and I say, my Tom, because you know i'm I'm part of this generation, right? this Josh Allen generation in Buffalo, they don't remember Jim Kelly. You know, they don't remember the four Super straight Super Bowls with no wins. So to them, this was supposed to be the pinnacle, right? that This was the best team they had ever seen. Uh, no. In Buffalo, and for a lot of people under the age of thirty, I, I, look the, the '90s with Jim Kelly. If you're 29 years old like me, you were you are an infant. So obviously that 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 doesn't even resonate with you. So I like think a lot of these young Bills fans uh, thought that that don't really relate to the 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 choking Bills, right? They don't really relate to those '90s Bills no, teams. No, so they think all. that there's something else. They don't they no. don't believe that they are that team anymore.
1: No they are not um so we will continue on here um i did want to uh we want to quickly get into the josh mcdaniel stuff it is at this point um does seem like it's close um if not done so um we don't know right now what we do know is and again hold on one second um we do know that josh mcdaniel's had dinner with uh the parties out in la uh, um uh, in the LA, LA, Las Vegas. Um, and, uh, last night, and then he's having more interviews and more meet and greets and Mark Davis and whatnot today. If anybody blows this, it's going to be Mark Davis. He's going to meet that goofy dude and be like, Nope. Um, yeah. but anything short of that. And I honestly believe that I'm not just joking. I believe that that's the one thing that could sour this. Like I'm not playing with, I can't do that. Um, you know, with this guy, but it feels like this is done. Uh, And it's McDaniels and it's Ziegler and then possibly even poaching more people from New England. Who knows what? Um, And it's going to leave a big hole here. Um, And you and I talked about this earlier in the week, which one would be the bigger one? Um, And I honestly do believe and I think we agree. uh, The Ziegler thing um, is going to be a problem because of how Bill was drafting and how they've been drafting since maybe he started to take a little bit more input from his team. And I don't know how this would be. This feels like it would be an all bill draft um, this year. And they can't have that. I I mean, I, I, I don't know, but I'd be, I'd be concerned.
0: Yeah. So to start on the Josh McDaniels thing first, I have basically been told by, by people in the organization that the Patriots are planning on Josh McDaniels leaving the Raiders job at this point. I'm not saying that it's done. I'm not saying that it's a, but it's essentially a foregone conclusion at this point that as long as barring some last minute change of heart on the Raiders side of things, the Raiders want Josh McDaniels, Josh McDaniels is comfortable with taking the Raiders job, especially if they take his buddy, Dave Ziegler with him. And that is the GM coach duo that goes to Vegas and Mark Davis, as much as he's unpredictable And as much as he's somebody that is hard to read at times, he is also somebody that likes a splash, right? He doesn't want, from what I understand, to hire, like Chicago just did, and it's no offense to Matt Eberflus, who I think is a good coach. But the Vegas Raiders do not want a Matt Eberflus, right? They want to make – they don't want a Nathaniel Hackett. No. They want to They want a splash. They want a big guy. Yeah. Correct. And I think that Mark Davis looked at the situation and his first choice from everything that I've been able to put together was still Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. But I don't think Harbaugh's is- quite yet prepared to leave Michigan and is going to stay put for now. So he wanted to make just like he made a splash when he moved the team from Oakland to Las Vegas, he wants to be he wants fireworks in Vegas. He wants to make a big coaching hire to have something to announce that is on a big epic level uh, in terms of the NFL news cycle. Josh McDaniels, for all of his warts, for all of his concerns that Patriots fans have with him, he is somebody that will 110% grab headlines, right? that The Patriots offensive coordinator for the last decade finally left New England after leaving the Colts at the altar, after staying in New England through that entire thing. The Raiders were the team that finally pulled Josh McDaniels out of New England for a second time. That is a, a big NFL story, and I think Mark Davis wants to be a part of that. As far as the Patriots go, I've gone back and forth on this because Ziegler, I think, is an important person in the last couple of drafts. I do think the drafting has certainly been better. Obviously, this last class hit, headed out of the park. Mac Jones, right. Christian Barmer, Ramondre Stevenson, a home run, no doubt about it. I do think that they have better contingency plans, though, for Ziegler's departure than McDaniels' departure in-house. Because I think guys like Elliot Wolf, for example, who has been an assistant general manager, who has been a director of player personnel, was also heavily involved in the drafting process and the scouting process last offseason, could probably do Dave Ziegler's job and do it pretty well. So I feel like they have a contingency plan in-house that better suits that role for Ziegler. The problem that I have with Josh McDaniels leaving is that it's a very much an unknown of who is going to replace him as the offensive coordinator. And you have a second year quarterback in Mac Jones, and you don't want to mess with his development and in-house candidates like Nick Kaley, Troy Brown, potentially Mick Lombardi, not ready in my
1: estimation. I I, I agree what I will say, and it's maybe not a great time to um, start bumping things that Adam Schefter reported. But soon after the, soon after the, the, the word of the interview uh, broke (laughs) that um, that that was happening. And just, just the word of the interview did signal some sort of, you know, it it was the very fact that he took it really signified to a lot of people that he's not just taking this interview. He's going there to be hired. And so um, soon after that, uh, was out there. Schefter did tweet out someone they could consider as Bill O'Brien. Now it's Jeff- easy
0: to connect those dots. Obviously. But
1: you yeah. and I, like I'm saying, a lot of people can speculate. He typically doesn't do that. He doesn't right. just throw it out there unless it's unless it's a whisper somewhere. And so, yeah. as you say the belief that the Patriots have believed for a little bit that this was happening. I also believe that the Patriots might have an idea that someone like O'Brien would be amenable to taking the job. And my guess, someone with O'Brien's pedigree and the fact that he's been here before would get something along the lines of assistant head coach slash offensive coordinator sort of position, much like McDaniels who was considered more than the OC when McDaniels almost left that first time for Indianapolis, he came back with the idea that you're more than just an offensive coordinator. You're kind of a co you know, your assistant to the, you know, to the manager sort of guy. Um, And so I think O'Brien might have something like that going on. And you certainly think at this point, he's not leaving a head coaching gig. He's a core. He's a coordinator Mm -hmm. uh, in college. So uh, you would think that this would be a, Kind of an avenue back for him. It's uh, certainly
0: to, a step up to be a, it's college a step coordinator up. to an NFL coordinator, especially if you want to be in the pro game, ideally. It's definitely a step up for Bill O'Brien. And I definitely think that that's on the table and will be their first call if Josh McDaniels does officially uh leave for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders here, which I would say at this point is my expectation that Josh McDaniels is going to be the Raiders head coach. And I do think he's going to take Ziegler with him. Now, Going back to O'Brien, I started watching some Alabama tape from this past season yesterday. Got a bunch of draft prospects. The Patriots might be interested, in, and they might have the offensive coordinator here next year. It took me three plays into the Alabama offense, John, to find Haas Duke. Three plays I know. I know. until he ran I, Haas. It's I the was... same offense. It really is. It's spread. It's got some RPO elements to it. It's got some motion elements to it. But the foundation of it is the same thing that Bill O'Brien ran here uh, yeah. in 2010 to 2012 and that generation uh, for the Patriots. And, and it would be a very seamless transition from Mac Jones to the rest of the coaching staff to everybody. And, and, and to to John Meechie, really who's out.
1: definitely going to be drafted here, and I did see you doing a little yeah. bit of a breakdown on Twitter. Uh, from Mac yeah. to Michi throws, and I think you got yeah. a little – you got a little hot, you know, uh, looking at some of that film. He,
0: he's fantastic. You got a little. I'm way higher on him than a lot of people are, yeah. um, I would say. And all I got to say about that guy is he gets open in every possible word way of the word open, right? He can get open on a three yard slant just as easily as he can get on open on a 60 yard bomb. He can run across the field on a horizontal, you know, across or over out horizontally stretch the, the defense. You can throw him the ball in the backfield behind the line of scrimmage screens end arounds, jet sweeps. He can get open in the slot. He is Everything that Patriots fans want, John Mechie is he in an in a, a one package. Yeah, he's got the knee issue, but the familiarity with Mac Jones, I think, is a big part of it too. And if the Patriots have Bill O'Brien as their offensive coordinator, I, I mean, the dots are just all over the place yeah. for this to just work out. Yeah. And when you look at their past failures at that position. Mechie is the total opposite of Nikhil Harry, right? He's he's six, which feet is tall. exactly
1: what you should look for in a receiver.
0: Right, right. He's six feet tall, <laughs> the opposite of Nikhil four Harry. Four, yeah, uh, four three five, four four, somewhere in that range. Uh, he's quick, he's shifty, he's fast, he's good with the ball in his hands. He's everything that Nikhil Harry isn't as a wide receiver. So in so many ways, that one just makes so much sense. But back to the OC candidates here for a second assuming that Bill O'Brien for some reason doesn't take the OC job with the Patriots. I, I, I don't know why he wouldn't, but let's just say that he doesn't a few other candidate names that I would look at to potentially step in, I do think this one's not getting talked about a whole lot by a lot of people. And I think it should be is Tim Kelly, who was Bill O'Brien's offensive coordinator in Houston. So if you can't get Bill O'Brien, then why not get the guy that was calling the plays and running the offense in, yeah. the, in Houston? Basically yeah. it's, he's got all the familiarity and all the roots in the system that Bill O'Brien has as well. So Tim Kelly and he's uh, the co uh past houston offensive coordinator actually survived bill o'brien's firing initially but now that deshaun watson is probably not going to be a texan ever again uh they have fired him and he is now a free agent essentially on the coaching market i wouldn't rule out uh conversations with guys uh like a chad o'shea uh like a joe judge yeah. uh, past patriots coaches i think those guys are interesting um i i hate the name i don't want it to happen but adam gase is obviously a bill, bill Oh, American Evan, president.
1: no. I'm just putting out names. I, that yeah, values. That name creeped up last yeah. year and, and yeah. it caused a panic. So don't do that again. Like- okay.
0: So the one guy that I would really, really like to see them discuss the job opening with is Joe Brady, who was fired by the Carolina Panthers for philosophical differences. But if you want to update the offense, Joe Brady was the passing game coordinator in 2019 for LSU with Joe Burrow right? That offense that broke all sorts of records. A lot of the credit went to Joe Brady in terms of designing and calling that offense. So you want a new age offense. You want a guy that's going to bring in some spread elements and some elements from the college game that Mac Jones is comfortable with. Somebody like Joe Brady is an interesting name as well. who's also a coaching free agent, but O'Brien and Tim Kelly, I think are two names that make a whole lot of sense seeing that they have basically been running the Patriots system in their past couple of stops.
1: Those are fair names. We will have more. I, and look, we're snowed in. If, you, if if we have power and McDaniels goes, we'll hop on and we'll talk with you guys about it again. I thought
0: we were going to be breaking in news about Josh McDaniels today. Yes. I, I had not... Thought about Tom Brady or this being on the radar? I fully expected us to be going live today because Josh McDaniels was announced as the Raiders head coach, and I still think we might get there today. Yes, if not today, then probably Monday. Or the Raiders with Mark Davis, knowing him, he might break into it right in championship weekend just to try to steal the show. So uh, this is going to happen, I think, and it probably should happen in the next couple of days.
1: Yep, yep, that wouldn't be surprising. So to recap, and we are going to wrap it up, and we thank all of you for coming in and joining us. Um, obviously, what else? else are you going to freaking do we could have just came up here and just talked about the weather and probably gotten some people on here
0: there's easily two feet plus i i live in boston for those that don't downtown uh we got at least two and a half feet here I yeah
1: would say. i I, wow. I i see no reason to poke my head outside uh yeah. you know i'm i'm just west of boston i forget about it we're gonna recap once again everything we know okay so we came on the air obviously because it was announced that Tom Brady was retiring, reported by ESPN. Since then, we have a couple of reports, including Tom Brady having called uh, the Bucks GM uh, to inform them. That he's not at all uh, ready to retire. Uh, that was backed up by a couple of people, including Rick Stroud uh, of the Tampa Bay, uh, you know, uh, Tampa Bay Times out there, uh, Bucks reporter, well-sourced. Uh, Jeff Howe also of the Athletic uh, confirming the story that that has not happened. Apparently, yeah. uh, then also Tom Brady Sr. on tells-
0: the record in multiple places. Mike Giardi also spoke to Tom Brady Sr. and got a this is conjecture is what. Okay. Tom Brady, Tom Tom Brady
1: senior goes out there to K Ron news. And now multiple places says, no, not true. This started circulating. Everybody ran with it. Not happening. Brady's agent, Don Yee said, I'm not going to address whether that's true or not. Tom Brady will at some point in time, again, I strongly believe that Tom Brady is retiring Evan also as well, but he had a plan for this and Um, you know, Shefty blew up his spot and, um, and they're trying to walk it back so they can do it the way that they wanted to do it. And honestly, Brady deserves that opportunity. So we don't begrudge him for it. But at this point it is getting a little bit weird because I don't know how long you can drag this out unless of course he wasn't retiring in which case. Just say so, um, right. and that would be fine. Uh, we have to wrap up because there's more stuff coming up live. We did have a snow day Saturday uh, day of streaming some Celtics content on all of our channels today, a series of podcasts that we had. We're going to get back to it with Cedric Maxwell podcast coming up next here at 5 o'clock. Um, but first off, want to tell you guys, please subscribe to our channel, our YouTube channel here, Patriots Press Pass, uh, for all of your exclusive video content all of the good stuff featuring Evan Lazar, obviously Patriot speed podcast, all of his film review, all of his game reports. We got, uh,
0: we got over a thousand people in this room right now. And if all 1100 of you are not subscribed or don't hit the subscribe button, then you're going to hear it from me. So if yeah. you're in here right now on this Saturday at five o'clock, you clearly like what we do. We clearly like the channel hit subscribe, hammer it, but or I'm yeah. going to come out. I'm yeah. after you. That's what's going to happen. <laughs>
1: There it is. You've made Evan Lazar mad. Yeah. Um, so do that. And hey, what else are you going to do other than sit in, uh, eat, watch sports? Um, maybe watch the Celtics, right? Yeah. Celtics post game show tonight. Celtics Pelicans. I took the night off last night. I felt like Bobby Manning needed a night away from me. Um, but yeah, you know, I I really feel that Bobby needed a break from me. But that's Bobby right. and I are back at it. Josue Pavone and Sherrod Blakely are both in New Orleans reporting on the game, so we will have full coverage. We we may get an appearance for, appearance from Saturday night, Jimmy. That's always a possibility. You never know what's going to happen there. Um, but we are live. Uh, immediately following the pelicans game. It's an early start tonight seven o'clock so look for us around 9 9:30 9 30 on all our channels and of course subscribe to celtics all access and our main celtics youtube channel for access to that tom brady may have retired may not have retired we don't know uh what josh mcdaniels
0: know? may or may not be the coach of the raiders we also don't know but if we that does know. happen we'll be back uh, yeah, be we... on here with alex or with john uh, to talk yeah. about mcdaniels as well if that breaking news happens yeah. this weekend
1: Yes, we don't know any of that. What we do know is we celebrate Tom Brady's career, whether it's officially over or not. And we celebrate you guys, and we appreciate you jumping on this stream with us uh, and hanging out for all of this time. Even if it ended up being completely wrong, we had a good time talking about it. We'll see which way the reports go. Obviously, we'll keep you updated and you'll see the news everywhere, but clnsmedia.com. Evan's already written an article about it. He may have to go in there and do some editing. We'll see. (laughs) He might Uh,
0: have to delete it, yeah.
1: (laughs) But follow us there for more coverage. Thanks, everybody, for watching.